now that now that we're done, can I just get a real answer? Like, why did you two actually choose Howard? Like, of all the HBCUs, are you being a hater? Are you being a hater right now? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of That's Debatable with me, your host Drya Stewart, also known to you guys as Jay Stu. And today we are talking about HBCUs. If you don't know what a HBCU is, it is an acronym that stands for Historically Black College University. I've always wondered why college and university, why they put both letters in the acronym if they're saying that a college and a university are two different things or a college university is the same thing. I don't know if I'm weird, but that is what HBCU stands for. If you guys aren't aware, I go to the illustrious Howard University in uh, Northwest Washington, D.C. That is one of many HBCUs, but we're going to get into that later. I have an all-star panel full of students that go to HBCUs, not only Howard, but I believe um, Hampton, North Carolina Central University, and Morgan State is what I have repping today, but maybe we'll do a part two and you know, we can get some more HBCUs, but those are the four that we have today. I hope I didn't miss one. I don't think I did. But before we get into that, I just wanted to do a quick mental check-in. I understand that there's a lot of stuff going on. We're still in the heat of 2020 with Corona, and now we're getting closer to election time and just all the trauma Black people we're experiencing. It can be so you know stressful and just bad for your health so i just wanted to make sure everybody was just taking time to you know self-care which is what the first episode was about i hope anything that i said or air said really helped you guys out i don't know what any of you guys are going through but i hope everybody took a little small nugget of wisdom and hopefully applied it to your life i'm so glad eris could jump on the podcast because i really feel like what she said was so important if you haven't listened to episode one yet, of course you can pause this and go to that one. But it's about self-care. And I had no idea what Eris was going to say before she got on there. I just let her do her thing. And the way she broke down self-care into Abraham Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs and just told you how to go through the process step by step was so great. Like, like I said, I learned something and I think that's so great when you can learn from your friends and so but I want to make sure you guys are actually you know not just listening to me talk about self-care but taking it into your own life and doing small things because like I said this year has been oh so stressful but you know we just got to get through it and we just have to have each other's backs so I just want to do a quick mental health check-in if you guys ever need anything there is a link in the description box which takes you to my anchor profile and you can leave me a message there or I do have an Instagram for the podcast now if you want to follow the Instagram it is that's debatable pod just pod and you guys can follow that for updates you also can subscribe to the podcast we are available on all six streaming services where podcasts are available i don't know all the names but like i've previously said apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, anchor of course 
And there are three other ones. One's called Pocket Cast, I believe, and um, two others. So we're available on all streaming services, which is great. I love that Anchor makes it so easy for that to happen. So, of course, you can leave me a message there. You can follow me on Instagram. And just communicate me with me. Let me know how you guys are doing, what you guys want to hear about. It is currently the 3rd, September 3rd, but I like to record it in advance. So, <laughs> but by the time I post this, it will be September 15th, which means the next episode will be coming out two weeks after that, which would be September 30th. And that episode I'm coming with you we're doing a girl talk episode. I want to do a girl talk episode. Girl code. Is this still a thing? You know, just all that. What about your friends? And guys, don't think that you can't listen to that because you may learn something about your girlfriends or your sisters or your moms or your best friends or something that might be helpful. So you never know. So don't think this is a girl's only thing because it's not. And you know, maybe I'll get, maybe the next episode I'll do a boys talk and get some of my guy friends just to help some of the ladies out who have questions. So, you know. This is a podcast for all. But without further ado, let's talk about what I am currently listening to. Now, like I said, I am recording this intro on the 3rd, which means tomorrow is September 4th, a national holiday. It is Beyonce, Giselle Knowles Carter's birthday. So <laughs> of, of course I'm listening to her. Please don't, you know... Please just leave me alone. I love Beyonce, okay? And I understand that I talk about her a lot. Get over it. She's an icon, an icon. I just want to say right now on a public platform where everybody can hear me, the only person that can go hit for hit with Beyonce on a versus battle is in his grave. And you take that any way you want, but know that. Speaking of versus battles, uh, I was listening to the Monica and Brandy one. I like both of them actually, but uh, I'm gonna say I listened to Monica more. And my sister, my sister hit it on the head. She said Brandy was hot when she first came out and kind of fizzled out. Monica's had successful hits, like you know she had, of course, Miss Thing and the Boy's Mind, which is like '90s, 2000s. But then she came out. Was that like 2011 with that new album? It was like everything to me. Oh, that's my song. I'm not about to sing on this. You guys are going to be like, we're listening to you talk, not to sing because I can't sing. But she had The Boy Is Mine. That was in, that was her and Brandy, which is why they did the verses. Did they have beef or something? That That's irrelevant. But so uh, Monica's career, I like to say, has, um, I guess, been more consistent. She had the song Keisha Cole, Trust. That's also my song. And like I said, Brandy just fizzled out. And I know she just released the album, so nobody come for me. I know she just released the album. I believe it's called B7. But um, I was not a fan of it. <laughs> and like, I'm not even trying to be mean, but um, yeah, I just wasn't a fan. I listened to the whole album and um, <laughs> I just didn't like it. I felt that it was very, the songs, I, I feel like the songs kind of sounded the same. Like they all sounded the same. And it wasn't like a, a good sound. Like, you know how sometimes songs sound the same, but like it's good so you can listen to it. Like Bruno Mars' songs kind of sound the same, but they're so catchy you don't mind listening to like them sound the same. For me, that album was not bad. It was just a whole bunch of songs that sounded the same and I did not enjoy the sound. 
not trying to come for her though. I'm really not because like I said, I love Brandy, but that album just wasn't it. So when they did the the verses, I definitely was on Team Monica. Now, do I think Brandy's a better singer? Um, yeah, yeah. But we talking hit for hit, uh, Monica. I still listen to Monica, which takes me back to what I am listening to. I'd been listening to Monica for a while. If you follow my Last Days of Summer playlist, she has a couple songs on there. But I've been listening to her before that, you know. Uh, before You Walk Out of My Life, just one of them days, like... I actually listen to those songs when I'm in my feelings. Like, those are just good songs. But this summer, I've been listening to um, Really Love All Over Me. I love the beat. It's like the beginning of Pretty Brown Eyes, where it's like, dun-dun, dun-dun. That beat that's also in Love Over Me. So, like, I'm obsessed with beats. Like, in the beginning of songs, they can make or break a song. But I've been listening to that song. I actually discovered it in one of my old playlists on Spotify. If you didn't know, Spotify lets you recover playlists on, on the website. If you delete one, I think for up to like, I don't know, maybe like a year. So I found it on an old playlist and I've been listening to it all summer. So I was so inspired by not only me listening to Monica, but the verses, the verses battle. And you know, then Twitter was like, hit for hit who you got, who you guys got. And they were comparing all these people. I said, you know what? I was like, let me make a playlist. Not a versus playlist, obviously, but I made a playlist called Femme Fatales and it's all female. There's actually one male song by Jaheem is <laughs> put that woman first. But the Femme Fatale playlist is just like, it's heartbreak songs kind of that we grew up on, like, you know, Fantasia and, you know, Monica and like SWV. But then it's like, what those ladies inspired so there's like jasmine sullivan there's some k michelle in there lauren hill like that's the way the playlist evolved uh, of course alicia keys and beyonce are on there obviously um i'm very proud of that playlist i'm proud of all my playlists i say that all the time <laughs> but i i am i really like that one it's not done none of my playlists are done i don't think a playlist is ever done but that's currently what i am listening to I'm still listening to Chica. I still listen to Crown and High Rises almost every day. I'm also listening to the Hamilton soundtrack. Um, if you guys haven't watched Hamilton, do I recommend it? I mean, I, I kind of do. Like it's a very, if, if you like, if you like musicals, you'll like Hamilton. It's a very good musical. Now, how do I feel about, you know, black people playing white founding fathers and stuff? I mean, I think it's great for Broadway representation, but it's kind of weird. Like, you know, you watching it, but it's very, um, also the American educational system failed me because at some point in the play, they mentioned that Thomas Jefferson became president and I had to Google that because I forgot it. But yeah, I'm also listening to the Hamilton soundtrack. What is my favorite song on there? I don't know. I like guns and ships. Cause like, Lafayette is one of the characters he's like rapping but like in a French accent and it's very funny but I also like uh One Last Time which is a George Washington song and Leslie Odom Jr his character Aaron Burr has a song called um Wait For It and I've been listening to that I've actually just been listening to a lot of musicals recently I have a whole playlist called karaoke and it's full of like musicals like 
this like wicked um dream girls obviously hairspray those are some of my favorite musicals um hamilton but that playlist <laughs> that's a very that's like a self-indulgent type playlist like i don't expect anybody to listen to that but uh i've been listening to that playlist as well as my femme fatales with brandy and monica i think my favorite brandy song is sitting up in my room but like a lot of these songs i'm mentioning just have like just an undertone like it's not just about the song it's about like where i was when i listened to the song or what makes me think of the song like when i think of sitting up in my room i think of hanging out with the mirror so that's just like how that's like the beautiful thing about music how you can like transform you know like it takes you places and that's why i love music but that's what i'm listening to i guess i could say what i what i'm watching but i'm not watching anything i'm very bad at watching tv shows very bad i think yeah i can't even think of a show that i finished except for steven universe i finished steven universe that is my favorite show my all-time favorite show and i'm actually re-watching it i've been trying to get into the legend of Korra because i finished avatar the last airbender and like three days so I'm trying to get into the Legend of Korra I'm having some difficulties I'm also trying to finish season four of the seven deadly sins I've been trying to finish how to get away with murder since quarantine started and it has not happened yet so who knows if that's gonna happen but currently what am I watching other than my zoom computer screen Steven Universe and that's on that so let's get into what we're talking about today what are we talking about hbcus like i said earlier historically black colleges and universities now in order to be an hbcu you had to be founded before the civil rights act of 1964 which i believe all of them do um there are 101 hbcus in america there might be more but i believe that's the number i researched and the first hbcu was cheney's Cheney University which was founded in 1837 and then Lincoln University in 1854 now like I said I go to Howard University <laughs> you know I'm not gonna say the best HBCU but you know it's the best HBCU you know but uh, <laughs> I go there it was founded in 1867 March 2nd 1867 none of my bison try to play me <laughs> I know my school's founded um and so I go there it's probably been one of the greatest experiences of my life which is why I wanted to do an episode devoted to it so like I said you're gonna hear from my all-star panel in a couple of minutes but I kind of just wanted to get on here and talk about my experiences with it you know when I was younger I really wanted to be a lawyer like I I was obsessed with Thurgood Marshall and I was like oh I want to be a lawyer you know so I was like yeah I'm gonna be a lawyer I'm gonna go to Columbia University because to me you know that was a great school you know and it is a great school let me not it's a great school but you know that's how far my scope went it was just like it's a great school Columbia University and that was my whole plan I was gonna be a lawyer and I was gonna go to Columbia University everything else didn't matter and <laughs> that was my goal for a while and then I think uh, my seventh or eighth grade year just it slowly started to slip I was like I don't want to be a lawyer I don't want to be in school for that long I don't want to do this I don't want to do that and so 
When I got to high school, when you really should be thinking about college, I wasn't. I knew I was going to go, but uh, I just, I didn't know where. And I I really had no idea, you know. I was kind of just going through high school. I was going through the motions of high school. I went to class or whatever. I didn't take any specific classes that would have at least helped me find a major or something I wanted to do. And I was just taking classes. There is one class that I am forever grateful for, which was my theater class taught by Bob Garman, my favorite teacher at that school. Helped me through a lot of stuff, but uh, I took him all four years and I don't regret it. That was my favorite class. I could be in the worst mood ever and I would go to theater and it would just make me feel better. But I wasn't a full out theater kid, you know? I was on the improv team, that was it. I wasn't in any plays. But you know, theater always had my heart. But you asked me about schools, I had I had no idea. I had no idea where I wanted to go. But the beginning of my junior year, I knew that I had to get, my GPA wasn't bad, it was okay. But I knew I had to get my stuff together if I wanted to go to school because I did want to go to school. I was like, I'm tired of not being around people that don't look like me. I'm tired of second guessing myself. I said, I need to get out of this environment I in, I'm in. I was like, and I, that means I need to go to school. But to go to school, I was like, I gotta do better with my grades, I gotta, I gotta do better. So I signed up for like, like I think I signed up for like four or five APs my junior year and I was like, this GPA is going up. I was like, I'm getting out of here. And that was my junior year. And one day, my junior year, this is like in October, the specific day was October 21st because, well, I looked at my camera roll <laughs> to double check, but it was like, I think that Friday, cause October 21st was a Saturday. And my mom texted me, she's like, oh, your dad has a surprise for you. And I'm just like, um, okay. And I'm like, I'm like weird. And like, oh, we have to wake up early. And I'm like, we have to wake up early. What type of surprise is this? Like, what? And I'm like, well, you know, how do I need to dress? Do I need to dress cute or whatever. I just need to know. I can't go out the house looking any type of way if we're going somewhere. And so I'm dressed up cute. So I thought that it's gonna be inside event. I have on a sweater and everything. But you know, the point is that I look cute. And we get in my car, my, my dad's car, and we're driving. And then I noticed that we're close to my um my grandmother's house. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm like, why are we close to my grandmother's house? And then I remember that uh, my grandmother lives near Howard. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, we're at Howard. I'm like, cool. I'm like, because my father is an alumni. Alumni? Alumna? Alumnus? Whatever. He's one of them. He graduated from Howard. And I'm like, oh, we're at a Howard homecoming. And I'm like, now, to my listeners that don't know what Howard homecoming is, let me just tell you that um, it's basically a party for your whole family and like an extended family, your college family, extended family. It's a beautiful thing to see a whole bunch of black people just hanging out, not really worried about anything. And um, it's for the students, but it's also for the alumni. It's a great time. It's uh, been mentioned in many songs like Ludacris is pimping all over the world. 
multiple celebrities have came. It's a big deal. And mo- I'm pretty sure every HBCU has homecoming, you know, because. But the saying is, ain't no homecoming like Howard homecoming. Anyway, so I realized my dad's taking me to homecoming. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is great, you know. But before that, I had given no thought to going to HBCU. And I had given no thought, like no thought, uh, especially not going to Howard, just it didn't even phase it didn't even phase me and which is probably why I'm making this podcast you know so sub someone can be inspired but I went to our homecoming we saw the parade I saw all those people and I fell in love and I know you guys are like what I I fell in love with that school I told my dad I said I will be here in two years I was like, I need to go here. I will be here. And I believe in the power of the tongue. There's nothing that you can't do that you put your mind to. Whatever you say out your mouth will come true if you put the work behind it. And I'm a firm believer in that. I went to Howard's homecoming. I said, I need to be there. And I worked my behind off the rest of my junior and my senior year. I worked my behind off to get into that school study for the ACT SAT like crazy took my ACT I took the ACT three times I was like I need to go here and then when I was applying to other colleges I applied to a whole bunch of other HBCUs just because I applied to some PWIs which are predominantly white institutions but I was just applying there just to apply there because in my heart I knew that I was going to be a Howard like I, I knew there was no other option and so that has been my HBCU experience I got accepted for the fall of 2019 semester 2019-2020 was my freshman year and corona ended it early unfortunately now it's interfering with my sophomore year but I don't I don't regret anything about attending an HBCU especially not Howard there are things that I don't like, but that would be every school you go to. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. This is why I'm so grateful for Howard and just the presence of HBCUs in general, because you see so many, not only excellent black people, like great black people doing things that you never even thought about, but it is literally just a center of love. like. As soon as I stepped on campus, I felt the love and I felt appreciated and I felt like I could be myself and I could breathe. Being on campus was so great because I feel like I blossomed into the woman that I always wanted to be. And I feel like if I if I told myself, like if I had a time machine told my like eighth grade me, you know that all this would happen to us and like look where we're at. I don't think she would believe it. But it's really a beautiful thing when you see yourself becoming the person you want to be. It's I, and it's even better when somebody else points it out and not you. Like, of course, you know, you notice your growth, but I came home and so many people were like, you know, you've grown and I can just see it in you. And it's a beautiful feeling. And I will forever be thankful to my school, my HBCU for that because you know, I'm no longer scared to be myself. I'm not that little girl who's cowering in her blackness. It's I'm black and I'm proud and I'm here. 
and ugh, I'm so grateful to my HBCU for that. Um, there were times, I'm not going to lie to you guys, where I was like, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can be in college, you know. There are some days where you feel like you're alone and you don't have any friends, but I think that's just college in general, no matter where you go. But like I said, I, I regret nothing. And I just want you guys to experience that love if you're listening and you're not in school yet or you're still deciding where you want to go. I want you guys to know that your options are available. You don't have to go to a PWI. You don't have to go to what, you know, society or white people say is acceptable. You go where you feel loved, where you feel like you can be yourself. When you look around, you see you. You have your whole life. You have your whole life to be a minority. Why not be a majority for a couple of years? And don't listen to the rumors where they're like, oh, they don't prepare you for the real world. HBCU education is subpar. It's lacking. No, it is not. Trust me, my classes are just as hard as any other school. So don't don't listen to those lies that discourage you from going to HBCUs. Because I tell you, no matter which one you go to, they're all great. And you're going to love them. And if you don't believe me, listen to this panel that I have coming up. <laughs> and you guys will hear from them right after the sound. Let's get started. Okay, I don't know who wants to go first. Ooh, maybe we should do an order of um founding. <laughs> so Oh for the schools. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, anybody <laughs> before eighteen sixty seven? I don't know anybody else's school year. Yeah. All right, so Howard's gonna go first. Uh, I don't know how Howard wants to go in order, but I don't. I'm not really feeling that Howard first thing. Why are you hating? It's. I'm, it's, I'm just. It's, it's, right. I'm just triggered. I just got really triggered. Are you mad? Are you mad? What? Like 1910? Leave us alone. He's mad. <laughs> okay, fine. You know what? Yeah, you're right. Let's do reverse order. Let's do reverse order. Okay. Since you want to be difficult. Warren, just nah, go first. Cool. You know no, Warren. Just We're going to do reverse order. Order of, I didn't Google this, order of HBCU founders. Are you looking it up? Yes. Because Warren wants to be difficult. We're going to do reverse order. <laughs> I feel okay, like so that means Morgan's going to go first. Maybe. Right? Oh, I was 1867. Dang. Warren, <laughs> hey Warren, yeah, yes. that's you, bro. What are you, nineteen? Okay, yeah. Go. What is? What do you want me to give right here in this? Um, just a quick introduction. I don't know if NCCU has like a NCCU standard introduction. Um, what you're currently listening to, and yeah, we're gonna pass it to Hampton. Okay. Well, hello guys. My name is Warren Dixon. I'm a senior political science major here at North Carolina Central University. We were founded in 1910 by Dr. James E. Shepard. Um, some songs and some uh, things I'm listening to right now are just different radio uh, radio things on Apple Music. Some that I listen to are Ramona Radio by uh, Ben Staples and Live from the Moon by Action Bronson. Okay. All right, cool. We're going to pass it to Hampton. Hey y'all, can y'all see me? 
Yeah. Uh, I'm Elise Carpenter. I'm a second year sports management major on the pre-law track with a minor in leadership studies from San Antonio, Texas. And I go to Hampton University, the Standard of Excellence, founded in 1868 by Samuel Armstrong. So no, we're not gonna have any of that. No, I just had to that, Google. <laughs> they are the standard of excellence. Leave them alone. Hey, Miss Hampton. You ask Howard, what is our motto? I'm be like, Introduce their service. Ooh. <laughs> they got that. They got that everywhere. So it's hard to forget. <laughs> no, for real. Uh, Lilia, you, what, what, what day were you guys founded? March? When? Okay, well, you guys just go. <laughs> Eight minutes, 1867. Oh, okay. Hi, I'm Lilia. I'm a second year multi-platform production major, and I go to the illustrious Morgan State University. Um, the question is what was I listening to, right? Um, Jariah knows this pretty much anything, like anything right now. Um, really into Live While uh, You're Dying by Tim McGraw. I'm also into like, this is about to sound so bad. I'm 20 years old, but I'm into TikTok music. Like some of the stuff that I'll be finding on there, <laughs> it just it just be really good. So I don't know. But then also like SoundCloud stuff. So oh, okay. oh and music, music of course. Oh, Brent, of course. Brent, Billie Eilish, two favorite artists. Yeah, she definitely put me on to Brent like in my freshman year of high school, bro. <laughs> freshman year of high school. So yeah. all you guys new on the bandwagon, whatever. Ah, Sadell, do you want to go since you're the oldest? Okay. Hello, everybody. My name is Sadell Davis. I'm a junior chemical engineering major on the pre-med track. Um, I go to Howard University. Yay! Um, Music-wise, I listen to a lot of music, but recently I've been listening to Howard artists. I'm not just saying that, like, actually have been. So I'm, like, my three songs out in rotation is Down and Out by Kaya Zana, Through the Night by 375, and Restless by Zandi. Those are all people that go to Howard. The music is actually really good. That's crazy. Uh, you should definitely, ooh, if I'll you guys something you want to plug, just text it in the chat, and I'm going to put it in the description box if you guys have anything you want to plug, like businesses or whatever. Okay. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Liv, you want to you wanna go? You wanna... Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, what's up, you guys? My name is Olivia Zhang. I'm a sophomore political science major, psychology and Spanish double minor. Um, and I go to the illustrious Howard University. Um, right now, who I'm listening to, the two people who I think have been dominating the summer are Lil Baby and Gunna. Um, I've been listening to My Turn and Wanna a lot. Um, but I've also been listening to Give Me On. So yeah. Ooh, I like I heard him on the radio the other day. I was like, okay, not him getting big on the radio. That's oh, how you made it when you get on the radio. He makes beautiful music. Deandra, do you wanna go? Yeah, sure. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, hey, I'm Deandra Taylor. I go by DC or whatever. And I'm in Chibram, Howard student. I was there for um psychology. At the moment I'm listening to Jaden Smith's Cold Taste Volume Three. I really like it. It feels like nostalgic summer almost. Cool vibes, you know. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, if you guys don't know, I would hope I am Dry Stewart. I am a sophomore. That feels weird saying that. I am a sophomore TV and film major, psychology minor. Hallelujah. 
Um, I go to the illustrious Howard University, founded on March 2nd, 1867, in truth and service. No, I'm joking. I mean, I'm not joking. That's where I go. But yeah, um, everyone to my listeners, I'm so glad you guys are listening to this podcast. And we're just going to, we're going to jump into some questions that I feel a lot of people ask when they ask us about HBCUs or why we're going. And then... We're going to have fun with that. And I hope you guys like listening to this. And um, yeah. Oh, I need to say what I'm currently listening to. Um, still Monica. <laughs> yeah, and uh, if you guys like playlists, I make playlists a lot on my Spotify. I'm always going to plug that, but whatever. Also, Chica. I've listened to Chica a lot. I like Chica. I listen to Chica like every morning. Yeah. Okay, let's hop into it. We're just going to Socratic seminar this. All right, so the first question I feel like everybody asks is, did you guys always want to go to HBCU or did it just happen? And whoever wants to start can start and then we can just jump off. Does anybody want to start? Anybody want to start? Um, I guess I, I start. Um, I... I used to want to go to State University in like middle school, but then I got to high school and I was like, I actually don't want to go there. I only wanted to go there because Jesse Owens went there. That's why I was really in the track. And then um, I was in Zenos and Kudos in high school and I started that my sophomore year and my first year at conference. It was just full of like black excellence. And I remember um, them talking about all the schools that they wanted to go to, like all the seniors. And I was like, I've never heard of any of these schools. My friend was like, oh, like they're all like HBCUs. Like 90% of the seniors wanted to go to an HBCU. And I was like, what's the HBCU? And then when I started looking into colleges and stuff more, um, Hampton University had everything that I wanted to study and it was also HBCU. HBCU was second on my list after like what I wanted to major in and like wanted to study with like law and things like that. So I guess you could say I've always wanted to go to HBCU ever since I found out that HBCUs like were a thing. Okay, okay. Um, anybody else? I can go. So at first, I did not want to go to HBCU. My first choice was VCU, Virginia Commonwealth University. Um, and then even when I started applying, I applied to Howard. I don't remember why I did, but like it wasn't up there for me. But then when I visited, I took my first tour. I just felt like I needed to be there. Like I just had a feeling that that's where I was going to end up going. And lo and behold, I found out on Accepted Students Day that they gave me the most money. So I went there and now I love it. It's crazy. We love that. Love to hear it. I asked Adele when Adele was at homecoming because Adele's a year older than me. I snapped her. I used to be like, I'm going to be there next year. I'm going to be there next year. And I was. And look where she is. Manifesting. Anybody else? Not you guys being dry. So everybody else just always wanted to go to HBCU. That was all. I always wanted to go to HBCU. Um, At first, I actually wanted to go to UGA. Um, but then I looked at the demographics and UGA was like 70% white. And the area that I went to high school in was predominantly white. And so I realized that I didn't want my like educational experience to just be like an extended version of my high school in terms of diversity. And um, I didn't look into Howard, I think maybe a few days before um, the early, um, early decision deadline was due. And um, I actually visited Howard on my birthday senior year and during my tour, the other girl who was on the tour with me, it was also her birthday. So that was really, it was, that was really weird. But um, 
one thing like while I was on Howard's campus I felt like the feeling that I had while I was on the yard specifically kind of is what let me know that that's the place where I needed to be at and also um the, the amount of successful people that have come out of Howard like you can't count those people on two hands or two feet so um yeah anybody else um I can go I wouldn't say I didn't always want to go to an HBCU. It's weird. Like part of me wanted to, but I was also fine with not going. Um, really? I went, to, I went to high school with Uriah. So the reason why she's like, really? is because South River, I'm not gonna say this because it's her podcast. Okay. You know, it's um, very, it's like backwoods rednecks. So very racist, very like being friends with people whose parents are like, you know, part of the white hoods, like stuff like that. And so be going to an HBC became more of something that I wanted to do as a result of that. Like it was always an idea, but then after experiencing that, it was like, yeah, I don't know if I can do this for another four years. So. Oh yeah. Cause Ooh, that's, that's, that school is the worst. I'm not going to go on a rant about South River high school, home of the, was it the Seahawks? Yeah, but are a lot of racist there. Home of the racist. Home of for real. It was like it because me, I I did not consider an HBCU. I didn't know where I wanted to go to school, but I I was not thinking HBCUs. But then I was like, my junior year, I went to homecoming with my dad because my dad's an alumni. And like Liv was saying, that feeling, I don't even think that's a Howard feeling. I think that's just an HBCU feeling, just like seeing like all your people like people that look like you, people that are doing great things surrounding, you're surrounded by them. And it's just like a great feeling. You're just like, I want to be a part of this. I think that feeling is like to every HBCU, but I did not have that at high school. And I was like, excuse me to my white listeners. I'm tired of white people. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I got to go. I got to go. I'm sick of y'all. But yeah, Warren. You don't have to apologize to them. <laughs> the, the white people listen to my podcast are allies for real, for real. You're not listening to my podcast if you're not an ally. Let's be honest. So um, my mom went to South Carolina State and my dad went to Tuskegee. My godfather went to FAMU and my godmom went to Savannah State. So I've kind of always been around that HBCU culture, really. And then I remember like being younger and going to Howard homecomings. So I think it was always kind of like a known that I was going to go to HBCU. But then I remember... Uh, junior year of high school going on a tour and I remember we got down to Morehouse on that Wednesday and it was just something I'd never like seen before so I think that's what was like the the stamp on it that I have to go to HBCU. Did you uh did you apply to Morehouse or no you just it's... no I did not apply to Morehouse. Oh, I bet you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they were like you have to do this webcam video and I was like you know what it was cool but the webcam was video cool, I was kind of like in this mindset, like all dudes, like why would I, why would I do that? Lord, <laughs> I was gonna apply to Spelman, and I said I don't think I want to go to a to a school with all girls. But Lord and behold, um, Morehouse and Clark Atlanta were right there, and I didn't figure that out until like after the application was due. Yeah, you don't want to go to school with all girls, Liv. Hmm? Liv, you don't want to go to school with all girls? No, I didn't. <laughs> But Darius hilarious. <laughs> I feel like that don't even make sense. 
okay no but Spelman is weird like I don't know if y'all like actually spent time there but I spent a lot of summers there my grandma worked at Morehouse she went to Spelman did a lot of summer camps it's weird like I don't know how to explain it but just like the all-girl vibe like I heard it's like drip or drown down there like like that too is definitely drip or drown even Morgan is like that though like professional Mondays I'd be looking at people I'm like well here's me in my sweats y'all look good though as bougie as they think Howard people are, we really aren't for real, for real. <laughs> used to go to class looking like anything. But there are definitely some okay, people okay, that, okay, that There are definitely people. There are definitely There's people. a good amount of people that class in stiletto heels, like. Yeah, that's the that. other thing. With the cobblestone, how do y'all do that? How? Walk across the yard, up the hill? How are y'all wearing heels? Like, across I don't get it. Across the bridge? I'm like, oh, these people must be the people who drive to class because there's no way. Have to. Bro, do you, do you remember we had to walk up the hill to get the all-white party with them heels on? Them yeah, we were dying, bro. Dying. Yeah, nah. No. Okay. I don't well. think I told the next day, but... Um. Since we're talking about dripping or drowning, um, do you guys consider yourself popular on campus? You know, that's that's the real question. So, no, you can't answer this, because the answer is yes. Anyway. I was literally about to say no. That's crazy. <laughs> I was about to say no. Let me speak on that. I don't think I'm popular. And never mind, I was about to say, it, I just, people just know me, but isn't that what being popular is? So I'm going to shut up. You're right, my bad. I didn't say you're friends with everybody. I said you're popular. I'm just friendly. Everywhere I go, it's like, oh my God, Sadell, Sadell, this, Sadell, Sadell. Mm-hmm. I'm just a nice person. It's hard not to love me. Quiet. <laughs> Deandra, don't back her up. <laughs> don't, don't. Thank you, Deandra. Yeah, Thank you. Don't enable her. That's my queen. I love her. Thank you. But when I was like, Deandra's here for my birthday, come to my birthday, what did you do? Pick up a shift at work? Oh, okay. First of all, they put me on there. I'm glad I'm done that job. Oh my gosh. I wanted to go so bad. I didn't leave work until 2 a.m. That's unfortunate. You should have came. I should Next time. Jalen was there. Okay. I saw him like a couple days before. Okay, fine. Whatever. Because I'm my baby. Let's stop talking about our personal lives. It's supposed to be professional. Yeah. Lise, would you consider yourself popular on campus? Um, when I saw the questions that you said, I asked group chats because like, I don't want to say I'm popular or not be popular. Like nobody likes that person. But um, they all said I was I was popular, and I guess it's just like my roommate. She went to pre-college, and so I kind of had like a friend group when I kind of got to campus. And I'm automatically just kind of outgoing, and like I was at every social function. Like if there was a Holland or a party. Holland's like on campus gym parties. If you guys know what those are in Hampton. Every time I was at Holland, I was there. Every Harps party, Harps of the apartments across campus, I was there. And like, I would just sit in the stew all day instead of being in my dorm. So yeah, I would consider myself pretty popular. Like people know me. I'm pretty like out there on Instagram and Twitter. Like I interact a lot on social media. So yeah, if there's one thing I wish I would have done, I wish I would have been out there a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, you just gotta get out your dorm, honestly. Like I, I, I really, That's I spent really after my dorm day and I was getting ready to leave my dorm, so. I tell my freshman, my friend that at Bowie State, because she's a freshman, she's like, well, I don't have any friends. I'm like, bro, I'm like, you just got to leave your dorm. I was like, you just leave your dorm and people find you. I'm like, that's all you got to do. I wish I left my dorm more, especially once. I made, I made a friend by just sitting in my studio doing homework. And he saw that I was doing it for a class that he had been in the year before. And like, now we're good friends. Like, just, just, just don't be outside. Just, just leave. Just leave. Warren, Warren, you're pretty popular on campus. You're a pretty popular guy. Mm-hmm. Nah, I would say I know those people. But I wouldn't call myself popular now. What do you think? Well, you said nah. <laughs> nah, no, I'm not popular. You know, I'm just well known. I really I feel like say. once you get to college, popular is just like 
doesn't even matter because like yeah people know me but i don't mess with these people people know you doesn't really matter for real for real okay. you gotta know the right people the, 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 that's why uh, being friends with that being friends with upperclassmen your freshman year that that hit different and deandre reaped those benefits but yeah. <laughs> it's like it's nice it's nice got his perks got his perks for real for real um i had another question and i forgot and i feel like it was on brand with being popular um well since we're talking about popular friendships um how easy did you say that it was that you found your your friends or the people you're closest with now because i know you go to college and you meet like your forever friends so was that easy hard you know did it just happen I would say it was easy, I guess, because I roomed with you, so we eventually became friends and whatnot. Yeah. And then I already knew Shay and Janelle was on stage, so I kind of just made that happen. You know, um, people. And then Liz, what the fuck? We were in. Um, Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> 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 about you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we had psych together. That's the only reason why we were in that class to know each other, because none of us are psych majors anymore. Yeah, I'm really yeah. Um, I would say it was relatively easy for me, especially, well, with Howard specifically, when you're coming in as a freshman, there's already like a bunch of hashtags and group me's and group chats that are already made that make it easier for us to kind of meet people that are also in our class. And so from the big initial group me that we made, um, I believe right after um, regular decision um, decisions came out, um, I think from the big group me is how I made um, a decent group of friends, like a really a really good group of friends. And then also Jariah and Deandra that I met in my psych class um, that are my best friends now. That happened on accident. Liv was using us for shelter. <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> Look, like, <laughs> no, I wasn't. Okay. I don't know. One day she was like, can I come to your room? And I was like, yeah. And it was over. She's been there ever since. Okay, but you don't regret it. I no, never heard it. You're right. You're right. Exactly. Okay. I'm done. Well, in Hampton, I would say it's pretty, like, similar to Howard. Like, it's pretty easy to make friends. Like, I have been in group chats since December um, for Hampton. Like, December, my senior year of high school. And, like, my best friend now, like, we met through that group chat. So I say technically, like, I've almost been friends with her for two years, like, since, like, August. And then I was in the, I'm in the Leadership Institute. And so that's an organization that you have to apply for, like, before you got to Hampton. And so that's kind of like a friend group I have, because we've been, like, in the same organization since the beginning. And NSO Week at Hampton really helps, because it's just your class on campus. So you're forced to kind of just interact with those people. But yeah, if you're outgoing and stuff, it's not hard to really make friends, especially at HBCU, where you all have something in common, color of your skin, so... <laughs> Wait, one thing I do want to say, though, about uh, the group chats, the group chats and when I use the term friends, like I'm using the term friend very loosely because sometimes those group chats and those friend groups only last for as much as long as uh, freshman week is. And then you might never see these people ever again. So um, I made some friends. Yes. And some people didn't necessarily stick to the group, but I would say my friend group was pretty solid. But I've seen uh, some friend groups that only lasted for however long freshman week was. Yeah, it's it's just a nice way, I guess, to see a friendly face on campus. Like, hey, I, I kind of know yeah. you a little bit. Yeah, um, especially when we first get started, like seeing somebody, you know, like, hey, I know you. Let's go do something. But mm -hmm. them group chats. 
I feel like in terms of finding forever friends, I don't think it's really easy or hard. It kind of just happens. Because like y'all all touched on, there's a bunch of group me's and like even you walk outside, you meet people, going to parties, kickbacks, and like you meet people. Um, and they could turn into your friends. But I feel like somebody who you know is gonna be your friend forever, that kind of just happens. Like for me, my two, well, two of the close people of two of the, my closest friends on campus, I met them on accepted students day on accident, like. We were, we had a little darty in, in our gym in Burr and like those were the first two people I saw and we were just talking and now we've been friends. Like I literally was just on the phone with them earlier. Like that's kind of stuff that just happens. Yeah, but it's crazy because, oh. Oh, I was about to say, my experience is a little different than everyone else's. I took a gap year. So I'm still graduating in 2022, but the people that I, am graduating with had already started and built friendships and relationships like the year before. So, but being as though Morgan is like, at least from PG, like people call it like the high school of the DMV, like it's the continuation, which it is. It's just like everybody goes to Morgan, but my roommate actually and I, like we became really good friends and I was the type, like, I would say my room, like I'm good, like have fun but she would drag me out with her friends and so I became really good friends with her friends and then like professionally being a multi-platform production major like it's a very group orientated like major and so you kind of become friends with those people so but that was a little harder as well because like I said people already had like their groups and stuff like that so you're just kind of coming in like from the outside looking at if that makes sense. But I will say, even with the group me, sometimes that still felt like, because sometimes when the group me's turned into group chats, and then it's like, no, you can't get in the group chat, and blah, blah, blah. It definitely was like, well, I don't, I don't know about uh, you guys' school, but Howard, some people, um, you know, they're a little, uh, somebody said today on Twitter, they're like Hollywood, you know? So, like, sometimes it gets very high schoolish, and it's like, you try to make a friend, but they're, you know, they're like, no, because we're on even group chat or established group chat or whatever. Um. I was hanging out with this group my freshman week. They they definitely left me like a subway like two o'clock in the morning with the Oh, you guys, oh, you have like closed in campuses. Howard is an open campus. There are crackheads everywhere. <laughs> I mean, of course I'm from DC, so I don't I don't got a problem with no crackheads, you know. They be chilling for a while. We're talk about crackheads. Oh shoot, you got Baltimore Wanna talk about crackheads, okay. No, no, no. DC talk about the sirens starting at six o'clock in the morning. Like, damn, niggas can't even wake up yet. Y'all already shooting? I'm gonna put it explicit on this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is explicit. Um, no, but DC crackheads, like, they're nice. They, they just want to sing for you. They just want to talk to you forever. Them DC crackheads are ones? Uh, Wouldn't mess with that. Right. If somebody left me... The Baltimore ones are, like, I don't know if they put something different, like, when they cut the crack up, but <laughs> whatever it is. I lived in DC for the majority of my life until I moved to like the Annapolis Crofton area. Those crackheads were nice. These Baltimore crackheads, they're a different breed. Can I get your number? Sir, you still got crack in the corner of your mouth. Why are you talking to me? I'm crackheads, for real, for real, they were cool. I mean, sometimes when they gang up and you go to McDonald's, it'd be too much. One time when them same sexy lady to me, I was like, hey. Was it the know? But yeah, that's well, I was on a roller skates one time. These huh? crackheads are cool. 
They were on roller skates. Like, he did a whole performance for us when we were passing by. That's in tough. New York, they be crazy. You can't make eye contact or anything. Yeah, that's how it is in Baltimore. Them crack it. I don't know what they be on. They be on that super good for under the bridge. Sorry, that man. DC, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're cutting up different because DC crackheads are nice. But, oh, Hampton, you guys don't have this problem. No, me you. Must be nice. It feels like we're in the country. Nice. Even though we're kind of in the city. Yeah, you can't walk anywhere or like take the metro. Like it's Uber or you're on campus. Yeah. Don't you guys That's the one thing I like about Morgan. Do y'all have shuttles? Uh, we have a shuttle to like the Peninsula Town Center. That's great. You can spend all day there and never get bored. But you have, it's like a two dollar shuttle to get there, which isn't bad. But you know. Uh, do you guys have curfew? Is that an actual thing? Yeah, we actually have curfew. It's oh. I would say curfew is honestly a great way to make friends. Like if you look at the bright side of it, it's like you're forced. Like me and the girls on my floor got really co- close because after curfew, we would just sit in the hall and just talk for like till like two or three in the morning. And it only lasts like a month and a half until homecoming. And so you kind of get used to it at some point, but it really helps you get grounded. It really helps you get to know the people in your dorm and they become like a really great resource for you at some point. Is it oh, only yeah. freshmen to have curfew? We have curfew. curfew. Oh, I'm sorry, it's what? Like a, no, it's like during a homecoming and it's like not only curfew, but only certain people can come in and out of your building. Like they have to be like Morgan, like students. But we definitely have visitation rules during homecoming, but. Okay, but so we're like visitation, not like an actual curfew, but like visitation, like oh, well, visitation ends. Do all HBCUs, let's talk, let's talk about visitation. We have visitation all the time, <laughs> baby, all the time. Yeah. No. Uh, Lauren, so people can just walk in and out? Yeah. Like a PWI? I mean, yeah. If you can get in the building, you're good. No, I don't I don't mean I don't, I don't mean, mean I don't mean like yeah, no, we don't got a visitation. You can just walk in and sneak in. I mean like, do you officially have a visitation? Like, like if you have to check uh, people in. Like, yeah, only, have- one, only one building on campus checks people in. Oh, okay. So like everybody my- else just walks in. Yeah. Well, like yeah. nothing. You can just walk inside. Yeah. Bro, what the heck? I want that. Certain <laughs> people on Howard have visitation if you play your cards right. I say I want that, but Blount has visitation rules, and somehow a naked white man still got in and was taking a shower. What? So, but oh my like, gosh. Like things like that will happen. Like, of course. Randomly, things like that will happen. It happened with us, and we had visitation, like, my freshman year. This woman, like, snuck inside the building and was trying to take our trash. And it was just my floor. Like, she was knocking on each door. was like, can I have a, like, y'all got trash? And she asked my friends if she could shower in their room. And there's, like, videos of the security guard chasing her around the building because, like, (laughs) she would just, I don't even know how she got in there. Like, it was a mess. It was really funny, though. That was a great night. You see, Hampton is strict, and I hear things like that. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it can be a good thing. Like, I was never like fearful for my safety or strangers being in my dorm at any point. But I would say the fear builds character. I mean, it does. <laughs> it does. It definitely does. I can see it. Definitely does. Danger, but I don't think when I was at Howard, I don't think I ever felt. But I think it's because we were we were in CHN, which is like one of the updated dorms. So you had you know, had to swipe a key card to get in. It was I never felt you know. That's why I'm confused at how that woman got in here. Because I was when I was in North, like somebody told me they thought she was the cleaning crew. I think they did, but she just walked inside though. Like you know, usually the front desk, like they'll ask for you to show your ID or something. But she was just didn't even. I don't know. It was weird. She didn't have her little shirt on. It was weird. Well, funny (laughs) night. I would like tell my. 
What, curfew during homecoming? Like, yeah, no, for, no, we don't have curfew during homecoming. Me and so that we have somebody had curfew. I have curfew. Oh, we didn't start off. It was like halfway through homecoming, but there weren't any parties until the end of the week anyway. So oh, okay, but that's because our class was bad. I'm like, well, this is high school, but you get over it. It builds character. Home, curfew builds character. <laughs> it's just like I'm not paying all this money for you guys to tell me what to do. That's how I mean, not yeah. our tuition. That's. Mm. At least y'all dorms are nice. I lived in like a prison. So my Hampton dorms? I'm okay, listen. So <laughs> to get upstairs, right? You could either take the stairs or you had to swipe your key to get into the elevator. And then you had to like your key card. And then you had to take your physical key to like turn the floor. Like you couldn't press the buttons. Like, yeah. And then they were like, if you have guys in your room, you have to bring them down the stairs. Like they can't use your bathroom. But I guess that's because most rooms had like an adjoint, like a Jack and Jill bathroom. But mm. me and my roommate got really lucky. We had our own bathroom. And I think it was like the only one out of the other three in the building that belonged to like the RAs and stuff. But yeah. So you had to like use your key to do anything. Like you, there's nothing you could do without your key. Oh, that sounds terrible. Well, Howard, uh, what? It, maybe we should make this more informational. For uh, at least at Howard, there were two dorms you could pick from, which was Quad and CHN. Uh, CHN was uh, what's it called? When the bathrooms are in your rooms, and then Quad had communals. At the, but I don't think that should turn you off from anything, you know. Just get some shower shoes and a shower basket and keep pushing. Of course, I didn't do that, but you know, <laughs> you never had to do that. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> never in my life can I do a community shower. Please. Yeah, it's just not. I just don't see that for me. But you know, I love that for everyone else. Did you have a community <laughs> community bathrooms? That's what builds character. That builds character. <laughs> I'm sorry for y'all. I'm oh, so I've sorry for character y'all. Building. I don't want that kind of character. I don't know. I've seen that. crazy oh. things. Does it like like what is it preparing you for? Like prison right? life <laughs> <laughs> to live with men when you get married. <laughs> Like, I just, I don't like that. Like, somebody is pooping next to me while I'm in the shower. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. They are built like that. Like, they're kind of far apart. Well, I stay in the small dorm. I kind of only share the bathroom with, like, four other girls anyway. Now, we talk about another dorm where a girl was, like, pooping in the showers. That's not my business. Please. Well, actually, no, Morgan. We take it too far. That's why I can't do communals because there's always one person. There's always one person who don't know how to act. It was that one. No, there was a girl and she was like, she tweeted and she showed. So Morgan has two things called Blount and Rawlings. And they're basically like, we call them the hotels of the campus. Like they're huge. Like they look like hotels on the outside on the outside everything but they have the communal showers and this girl like took a video one day there were maggots and like the oh, drain I I saw that of the shower and i was like oh my god i could never i will never, never. yeah i think i, I saw never, like but how it's just not giving communal showers howard can't talk about they did them girls in quad dirty they shouldn't have opened quad back up. They shouldn't. They shouldn't it's because they um, brought in too many freshmen. Like they should just made annex a freshman dorm again. But you think they brought too many freshmen at HU twenty three? I'm low key glad we're not on campus because they accepted like a whole bunch of people for HU twenty four. And they're trying to keep going. They're trying to accept even more for HU. What is it twenty five coming up? I was like, Your Honor, if you're gonna do that, put them all in triples. Put them on triples. You want to talk about building character? Being a triple build character. character. One room, three people in one room. Ask Deandra. That builds character. Oh my God. I can never. A lot of character. Living on the top bunk. Real quick. Top bunk freshman year. My character is built. Oh, it was random assignment. Bunk? Like, I was on the top bunk. Like, there was this much space. 
it's between my head and the ceiling. I couldn't sit up in my bed. I have a bunk bed at home. I cannot imagine have one at college. I'm I'm like like this I had yeah, this I, I been, you know, so I got lucky. I had the single. <laughs> I didn't even have that because you had the bottom bunk. That wasn't that bad. I'm tall as hell. No, I'm tall as hell. My head was broken on that shit. Okay, but can you imagine you on the top bunk? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I got stuck up there um freshman week. <laughs> How'd you get stuck up there? Um I have a phobia of heights and I couldn't get back down. She so, climbed on the top bunk and couldn't get back down because she was afraid of heights. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Bye, cool. I used to jump off my top bunk for fun or try to act like I'm falling off because this girl fell off, but she got really hurt. But I just want to see how it felt. So I was like, <laughs> I was just like, jump off my bed. Brad, me and ASD, her freshman year, I had to stay with her because, you know, well, you had the choice to stay with her. And we were up there in her, <laughs> we were up there in her bunk bed like this, like this. Literally like this. And, and me and Sadell are not twigs. Me, we a little sick. It was just like, like in my twin bed, top bunk. Okay, that's that was a great time. That was a great weekend. <laughs> great weekend. How do y'all be taking naps with people in your bed? Like, you said taking naps with people in my bed. Yeah, it's like people like would be like, yeah, like I'm at so and so's. Like I just woke up from a nap and I'm like in those twin beds. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. They were in. No one was ever in my room. Do what you gotta do. I'm about to say you got like what you gotta do. You gotta do. Sometimes you gotta suck it up. Only person in my bed was <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, that is a cat. Like, like, you see me lying on her neck. Try stop lying for this podcast. Oh, I'm exposing oh, you. Oh, you oh, said be yourself last week, right? Keep that safe. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Don't repeat it. Don't repeat it. I don't even care. Don't repeat it. Okay, let's talk about orgs. Well, guys, orgs are you a part of? Anybody of um, organizations? Let me just say this. I'm not a part of any orgs, and that's, that's, that's one of my biggest regrets of my freshman year, not joining orgs. To my listeners who aren't in school yet, join organizations. Do it, because not only does it help you, you know, with requirements, but you get out there, you meet new people, you learn new stuff. I, I definitely wish I would have done that. That's number one regret, and the second one is not leaving my room more. <laughs> but everybody else, any orgs? You, oh, uh, Lenise, you could go because you said you were in the leadership. Oh uh, yeah, I'm in the um, William R. Harvey Leadership Institute, which is um, you get a minor through the a leadership studies minor through the program, mm. and then so we have to do 400 service learning hours by the time by spring of our junior year. I only got 25, so that's a um, that's like a right now problem to figure out, but it's okay. But um. Yeah, we take one leadership course every semester and it amounts to become a minor. And it's like kind of like extracurricular. We have like leadership seminars, like one Friday a month. We have retreats. I made some really close friends of the program. And I'm also in um, student leadership training program, which is ran through student activities. And we like mentor freshmen. We basically run like all the student activities on campus. And we're kind of sort of like the representatives for the campus. But um, that one's a little bit bigger. It has 100. Well, they're about the same size, but. Um, so it like Howard, probably like their freshman leadership academy. That's definitely yeah. I think it's the same thing. Every school has something like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anybody else part of any orgs? Orgs. Live. Don't, don't be shy. Put some more. <laughs> don't be shy. Um, I don't know if this can necessarily be called an organization, but I'm a student ambassador. Um, and so what we do as student ambassadors, of course, is give tours to any prospective students. Um, but also. 
um, let's say like, for example, Bradley Beal, who is an uh, NBA player, he wanted to do um, a tour with, I believe, children from his school. So as student ambassadors, we'd be the ones to coordinate that. Um, we also coordinate when Jack and Jill kids come to Howard, um, we coordinate open house, and we also play a big part in ASD. Um, but overall, I like it because I recognize that as ambassadors, um, sometimes we are the first introduction um, of Howard to these prospective students. So it's always really important for me to kind of give off a first impression and always say what I like the most about Howard. Anybody else with the orgs? I'll say mm. Warren. I'll go Warren. My bad, go Warren. No, go ahead. Warren, go. go. Warren, I feel like you've been talking no. a lot. Warren, go. go Warren. Warren. Me? All right. Um, can y'all hear me? Why are you so close yes. to the camera. We can hear you. Can y'all hear me? Why is your they face so close to the camera? <laughs> what is happening? I am a Spring 20 initiate of Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated by way of the Tall Side chapter. Congratulations. Uh, period. Right. Okay, I wasn't trying to put you a spot. I thought you were talking about other orgs, but yes, um, Warren is a member of Omega Sci Fi. I was thinking oh, of the Greek episode. Oh, now. was that too early? Were we not? Were we got to get there? No, or? you can. No, you can. I was. I didn't know if you wanted to be put on the spot. You know, I don't know how. I don't know how that works. I, was, I, I don't know none of that how that works. I was thinking about doing a Greek episode because you know, but I was like, let me not. The knee issues. <laughs> but if I ever do one, Warren, you'll get you'll get an email again. Um, yeah, but that's great because the Greek fraternities also do community service. I feel like the greatest thing about orgs is the community service, really. But also, you know, the friendships and stuff. Yeah. Meet a lot of people, and even if you're not like forever friends, you know, still some people you see on campus, you know, get out. Yeah, like minded, like -minded individuals. Yeah. Yeah, like, like minded individuals. Because even though you, like, you're at HBCU, not everybody's going to be like like minded. All skin folk, can't folk. Period. <laughs> Okay, I want to say my organizations. <laughs> I'm a member. Yeah, you heard the S. It's not even that serious. Relax. Um, I'm a member of a couple, but I'm only really active in two. So I'll just talk about the ones I'm most active in. Um, one is Howard's Chapter of Campus Mentoring Bigs, which is basically um, it's basically to help freshmen have a good transition like from high school to college so we, like pair them with a mentor and you know that mentor usually like talks to them takes them out answers any questions um we're gonna start doing more events but you know corona because it's fairly new like we just started on Howard's but I'm their um event coordinator so I plan or I'm going to be planning all the events that we have and then also a part of alternative spring break I'm a team leader, which I will be again. And basically with Howard, I'll turn spring break is like when you do community service during spring break instead of like going out and stuff. And I was supposed to be going to New Orleans this past March. Yeah, I was supposed to be going Because of Corona. St. Louis? I was very excited because I wasn't going to go first. And I was like, then I got to go. I was going to go to St. Louis. And I was so excited. It was my birthday in New Orleans. Come on. And also Sadell, because of her organization, her big program, I did find my mentor. She couldn't come today because she's at work. But uh, shout out to India. You're my homie. That's my yeah, mentor. Yeah, I love India. I love India. She's cool. She's cool. Daryl, uh, Deandra likes to say that's her mentor too, but it's it's not. It's definitely, she's definitely <laughs> it is my mentor. She has mentored me, so. You, you, tried to, you tried to bootleg my mentor. It's my mentor. Andy. India, shout out to India, even though we're not the same major anymore. She's cool. She's cool. She's cool. Cool, dude. She helped me through a lot of my classes. 
because she changed her major to psychology. I was a psychology major, so we were taking classes together. But now I'm not a psychology major, but whatever. Shout out to India. Her and really big help my freshman year. That is the biggest thing. So uh, it is 747. Um, so I would do a wrap up. I think the greatest question for a wrap up is, are there any regrets that you guys have? Not, well, not saying do you regret going to HBCU, but are there any regrets that you guys wish you would have done? Any advice you want to give to people that are, you know, looking for schools or even if they're already out of school, they want to transfer. Any advice you guys want to hand out, want to give some advice, please? You know, I wouldn't necessarily call this a regret, but one thing I definitely wish I was more mindful of is who I associated the terms friends with. You feel me? And so, um, and again, saying coming from a predominantly white area, my options of friends were very limited. And so when I got to Howard in an area with also a lot of uh, other educated black people, um, I thought that I could, everybody could fit into the category of friend to me, but um, that wasn't necessarily the case. Um, so I would say definitely, it sounds cliche, but protecting my energy and um, knowing who's who and knowing who to associate myself with and knowing who to take certain things with and who to just keep things, who to keep acquaintances and who to, who to call friends and stuff, so yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that too, like what Liv just said, because freshman year, I mean, of course, you're fresh on college, like going to be trying to talk to everybody, do all this. But again, like be mindful, again, like she said, of who you're calling friends, and again, protecting your energy, like, even though it does sound cliche, just do it because it'll help you in the long run. And I would also say in terms of picking a school, I would really say, I mean, right now, I don't know if they're doing visits or tours, but if you can tour before you decide that's what you want to do. Because like I said, like Liv said, like Jariah said, once we actually went on Howard's campus, like we just felt that that was the school for us. And I feel like going to a campus and seeing what it is and like what it's like being there will really help you in your decision. Um, I would say try to be as involved as possible. And I know that's like really cliche, but that's definitely a great way for you to make friends and like build relationships especially if you're an introverted introverted person because it kind of forces you out of your shell a little bit instead of you having to actively go and look for people and figure out whether or not they're into the same things you're into it kind of already does that for you um i would say this sounds so i sound like such a nerd um read your academic like your, your academic catalog for the universities you're interested in or the one you're going to. Like, don't get caught lacking. You're there for your education. Understand, like, what courses you have to take. Um, you can even look at other majors and see, like, the detail you have to go into if you want to change your major or anything like that. Like, I know, for example, I was able to find out that one class I could take would count for a sports management credit and um, a pre-law credit, which is great because, like, I'm not trying to be here too long. My scholarship only covers four years. So just really read through that and really understand the educational aspect of your university. I would say when picking a university, I would definitely look into, like you said, all the course offerings, especially keeping an open mind because you go in with one idea of a major and then you might change. Because I know personally, I was a second major and then I signed on to be. So I would say keep an open mind, definitely. Make sure that they have um, programs for every single program you would be interested in, not just the one you originally chose because I, I didn't make a change. I would say definitely get involved in organizations because that's one thing I wish I did because finding a group of people who are equally as passionate about something you are 
it's great to be surrounded about surrounded with you know like-minded people so yeah and also um i could always say it, but yeah if it comes back to you just you know loop around uh, i don't want to seem like the bad guy when i say this i feel like everybody talked about you know school and all that but what i have to say is have a good time like don't <laughs> skip out on parties and be hey, like thank you <laughs> Focus on your academics, yes, but have a good time. Like, it's college. Um, yes, you have priorities with your academics. And um, those, those uh, what's it called? Those requirements to graduate. But don't skip out on having a good time. Don't do that assignment. Go to that party when he's saying. That assignment will be there you, tomorrow. <laughs> no, do your assignments yeah, first. Like two to five assignments. Um, your homework first. Yeah. I do the assignment. I would say go to an assignment before class or an hour. Just give yourself an hour. Yeah, Deandra's famous for that, doing assignments 10 minutes before class. But you know what's even better than doing your assignments? Not doing your professors <laughs> and befriend, uh, befriending your chairman of like whatever major or minor you're mm-hmm. in. When we tell you being friends with the chairman, having the fact that he's a family friend, best thing that ever happened to me. Like, he don't, like, cut me no slack or anything like that, but it just makes it easier to get shit done. Like, like, oh, you know how to do this? Or, oh, I need to get into this equipment room right now, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't really make a reservation. So, like, just becoming friends with people who are in high places. Yes. That's definitely the other thing I was going to say. Like, talk to faculty and staff, like, your advisors. Get to know them real well. Or the lunch people, like, just... You know, I mean, having conversations with people uh, will always like come back to benefit you in some way. Yes, and if you, and if you go to Howard and you decide to major in the College of Arts and Sciences, getting in contact with your advisor may be hard. So, uh, befriend upperclassmen. That's 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 my tidbit because. Uh, uh. like, is that every HBCU like? I'll be. be having problems with your administration. I don't even know though, because when I switched to the school I switched into, she she got back to me like two hours later. I was like, it really depends. Mm-hmm. Been... We don't have those problems at Central. Okay, guys, <laughs> yeah, go to okay. guys yeah, go to NCCU. They don't have um common HBCU problems. They're above it all. Um, <laughs> I have more advice. Set a set a schedule. Like for whoever's listening, set up a schedule for yourself or a routine. Um, do your homework before you go out, but go out all the time. Like, don't miss a party, but do your work first, but have a great time. And also, if possible, schedule out some time in your week for yourself because school can get really overwhelming. You can get stressed out super fast. So setting out some time where you can just, like, do what you want to do. If it's, like, be alone, like, go out, take a walk or something, but on your own to get your mental right, do that because it's very easy to get stressed out and overwhelmed in school. Um, read your syllabus. <laughs> Cause oh that was that was the biggest thing you know like when you when you're in high school they give you a syllabus but like you don't pay attention to it because they tell you every day what assignments do whatever they do not do that in college they'd be like this assignment is doing you just like wait what read that syllabus make notes of it put it in your calendar because the professors they professors let a lot of stuff slide in college but not reading your syllabus is not one of those things it is <laughs> not they'd be like it was on the syllabus I didn't read syllabus well, that's your problem. Nice. The yeah. only, oh, did you want to go with me? 
uh, piggybacking off of what us, um, Sadell said, out, time management, like practice those skills. It's not easy to learn time management. Like I spent all of high school perfecting time management because the program I was in in high school like basically made me. Like, I know some friends who be like, oh, I can't go out tonight. I like, have an assignment due um, like tomorrow or whatever. I'm like, well, that's crazy. I already did my assignment for today. So I guess I'll see you in the morning. But um, yeah, just time management. So don't, don't, um, don't sabotage yourself. Like work, work to your own advantage. Dang, I wasn't that friend. I was a friend that was going out even though the assignment wasn't due, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> if I had anything to say to my listeners, anybody, um, my thing would really just be, is to be your authentic self. You know, like some people, they go to college and like, like everybody said, they haven't been around, you know, a lot of black people. They come from white environment stuff and they try to make this persona or they try to be someone they're not. And I'm not that person. That's not how my parents raised me. Everybody in my family were blunt, were to the point. But I would say be yourself 100% of the time. Don't don't be fake because it may get you where you, where you think you want to go, but eventually it's going to backfire in your face. And if somebody doesn't like you for being your authentic self, then they don't need to be in your life. And that's just on that. Really just, just be yourself. Everybody in this Oh, well, at least maybe you don't know. Everybody in this chat knows I'm 100% myself all the time. And if you don't like it, you're not going to fight me. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but um, add, uh, go ahead, DT. Uh, to add to that, um, your authentic self could definitely change over time. So don't be afraid to change yourself because college is definitely a time to find yourself and hold in on who you think you want to be. Because at the end of the day, the image always changes, you know. And then also talk about before, um, College is not all, wait, um, but the college you end up at isn't the NLB. It's all about your experience and you make your experience at the end of the day. You choose where your friends are, you choose where your classes are. So don't be discouraged if you end up somewhere where you weren't planning to be because um, small things always change because they're leading up to a bigger picture. Okay, wait, say that because it's always one tidbit everybody got a quote. Say that again. That's a quotable. I, what small do you, things always change because they lead up to the bigger picture. All right, guys, small things always change because they lead up to the bigger picture. That is the quote for, the, for this whole podcast. We can end it right yes, there. That was beautiful. That was great. Alrighty, everyone, that is going to conclude episode two of That's Debatable. Are we still debating attending HBCUs? I'd like to thank you guys for listening as always. I'd like to thank my panelists for stopping by and gracing us with your presence, taking time out of your schedule because at the end of the day, you did not have to. If you wanna get in contact with any of the panelists because you're interested in the school they represented or you just wanna tell them good job, their Instagrams and businesses, some of them have businesses, will be in the description box. But again, I'd like to thank Lenise um, from Hampton, my good friend Warren from North Carolina Central, my best friends from Howard, Sedale, Olivia, and Deandra, and then my OG, Lilia Sanders, who represented Morgan State oh so beautifully. And like I said, their Instagrams will be in the description box and as well as the link to my Anchor account if you want to leave me a voice message. And don't forget that the podcast officially has an Instagram. That's Debatable Pod, and you can DM me there if you have any questions. And let me know if you guys want to do HBCU part two we get some other schools in here you know get some other perspectives I am always down but I will be coming back to you guys on September 30th with a girl chat girl talk girl code episode to my fellas don't think that means 
you don't have to listen because I guarantee you there are going to be some tidbits, some knowledge that you need to deal with your mothers, your girlfriends, your sisters, your best friends, all the females in your life. I guarantee you that we're going to drop some knowledge for you guys. But remember that you don't need to be in a specific place right now. Like Deandra said, small things are always changing because they're leading up to the bigger picture. So don't feel like you need to be in a specific place with your life right now. As long as you're doing what you feel like you need to do, that's all that matters. But guys, just remember to make the best of every day and make every day count. Thank you guys.